science is asking the big questions and rather than just accepting an answer, going out and finding what you can for yourself. Hello and welcome to This Kid Life. This Kid Life. This Kid Life. I'm Jennifer Macy. This Kid Life. This Kid Life. This Kid Life. This Kid Life. This Kid Life is a podcast for kids brought to you by the Sydney Opera House, where kids talk to us about big ideas. This Kid Life. (laughs) Today we're talking about... In this episode, we're going to meet a kid who invented a technology to help women with cancer. It's part medieval armour, part medical breakthrough. And it's being tested with big radiation machines at a hospital in Sydney. Her experiment is also being written up in a medical journal. And all this before this young scientist has finished school. But first, let me introduce you to our panel of experts. You'll hear their voices pop up during this episode, so let's meet them. My name is Kevin. Uh, I come from uh, Cabramatta and I am 12 years old. Hi, I'm Sophia and I'm 10 years old. Hi, my name is Zoe and I'm 11 years old. Hi, I am Sarah and I'm 10 years old. Hi, my name is Lachlan and I'm 9 years old. My name is Suzanne and I'm 10 years old. Hi, I am Richard and I am 10 years old. And now to where it all began for our kid scientist, McKinley Butson. The mini Olympics of science. We're at the science fair. The science fair at the University of Wollongong. So right now we're at the science fair and we've had to do these experiments at our own school and we've had to do a lot of stuff which took a lot of time and I'm sure that happened to a lot of other kids too and I'm just happy to see that lots of kids finished. I'm excited to go look at them. So it's a competition? I wouldn't call it a competition. It's to have fun, but also to learn new things. It's not also about winning. It's just like people try harder than others and those people will have a better chance, but it's not really competition to me. It's just about being here and having fun. This is where the top science students in the region come to compete and possibly take home a trophy for the best science, technology, engineering or maths project. Or, as you'll probably hear a lot in this episode, STEM. STEM stands for Science, Technology, Engineering and Maths. So my project is about marble roller coasters and learning from your mistakes. So basically... Um, we are interested in the subject of yawning, and um, yawning is an unknown theory, so nobody um, knows... My entries are about um, which coffee cup size holds heat the longest out of the three most... So common. our project is called Never Eat Soggy Wheat Fix. We both eat... There are experiments testing the amount of germs in your house. Is it the toilet or your mobile phone? My name's Curtis Wisher, I'm 12 years old. Well, I found that a phone screen has the most bacteria and second was the pavement because it's a stew of poo, spit, gross, just bacteria. It's a homeland and a phone screen touches everywhere and is almost always touching and it has lots of bacteria. But don't make this think you shouldn't use your iPhone or surfaces or touch food that's touched the ground. Because we have great immune systems, which is like a little warrior inside of you that stops diseases. So why do these kids love science? 
I'm Georgina Vella and I'm 10 years old and I like science because it's fun to learn what happens and why it happens. Well, I like how there's all, science always like explains everything. I like science because you can it's involving chemicals and reactions and everything. It's good because you find out all these new things and it has many possibilities and it's just good to find out about the world. Well, I think it's great because nothing can be impossible it's like speed of light is impossible to reach but you never know someone could discover it so any the limits of science are limitless i'm oscar and i'm 10 years old and i like science because you can do really crazy stuff like explosions and stuff you'd never think you could would be able to do. I like how there's always like a twist to it in the end like you can do all different stuff with it, anything. <laughs> and what do you want to be when you grow up? An engineer because I want to be a creator of things. Well I want to try be a scientist or like math teacher or something. At the other end of the basketball courts are the older students in year 11 and 12 with seriously complex science projects. One of them is the superstar science whiz. So my name's McKinley Butson. I'm from Wollongong and I am 17 years old. Not only has she won this science fair a few times, she's won first prize in the international science competition in the United States. I've been going to the UOW science fair since year two, uh, since my very first project. It's something, um, it's one of the highlights of my year. You know, I, I first started doing science projects when I was in year two. Um, my first project was a cute little project called Can I Make My Own Sunglasses? Um, and it originally started because I felt that I didn't have enough pairs of sunglasses. It was a pair of sunglasses um, which used like two polarizers so I could adjust the darkness depending on how I was feeling. Really? Yeah. <laughs> McKinley was just named the New South Wales Young Australian of the Year for an invention that helps women with breast cancer. It's called Smart Armour and it looks a bit like fancy dress necklace with pieces of copper metal leaves that overlap. Cute little box. Yeah. Here we go. It's flexible. So this is the scale male armour. Um, McKinley put it on a head later and posed for selfies. But how it works is to help protect women who are getting radiation therapy for breast cancer. Um, so it looks like scales, uh, if you can imagine fish scales, and it's made out of copper, so it's a very um, brassy colour and quite shiny. It looks a bit like an armadillo shell. Oh, no, wait a minute, a pangolin shell. You know, that funny scaly mammal that lives in some parts of Asia and Africa with scales all over its back. They're all overlapping scales so they can conform to the breast and you can squish them together or you can lay it over to conform to any um, different shape, whether that be a square or whether it be the uh, irregular shapes of, of women's breasts. And they're connected to a, a chain. Uh, they have holes at the top of each of the different scales and we weave them together uh, with a little loop, basically, and connect them all together to make a sheet. And you made this by hand? Yes, this was all made with my hands and two sets of pliers. <laughs> McKinley's been lucky enough to test the smart armour at the Chris O'Brien Lifehouse, a hospital that specialises in cancer treatment in Sydney. The machine is a big, scary thing. Um, when you first walk into the room, it is a bit intimidating. Um, basically, there's a bed that the women would lie down on, and this machine um, sort of looms over the top of them. It's, it's hard to explain, but it's basically a giant L 
which moves around them and can twist and turn uh, for the different radiation types. And so testing this, um, it hasn't been tested on humans yet. It's been tested on something uh, which is called an anthropomorphic phantom, which is a very big word. Um, but what it is is it's made out of a material called solid water, which isn't ice, but um, it's as close to the human body as we can get. And so it has all of the internal structures of a human. And, and so it's basically the next best thing to testing it on a real person. And you can test then how much radiation is getting through. Is that what you're testing? Yes. Yeah, so um, we lay underneath the shield a piece of radiograph chromic film, which another big fancy word, but um, it's basically, if you can just imagine like a camera film. And what happens is when it is uh, exposed to the radiation, it changes from a very light green uh, to a darker green, depending on how much radiation it has been exposed to. And so... And why did you choose copper? You know, if you go to the uh, dentist, you get a lead apron over the top of you for any x-rays. And so I was originally thinking that I was going to be having to make it out of lead, but I decided to test multiple different types of metals. So I tested uh, aluminium, copper, lead and stainless steel. And what I was finding is that copper was actually 20% more effective than the lead at the skin surface. Um, And the skin surface is one of the most radiation sensitive parts of the body. And so I was incredibly surprised. I actually thought that I was doing something wrong in my experiments because it's so accepted that lead is what you use. And so, you know, I redid my experiments a couple of times and was still finding that copper was more effective than lead. And so that's what led me to using this material. Where does the idea come from? Yeah. So it all started with a conversation at the dinner table. My dad does work in this field and the field of medical physics. So he works with treating cancer patients in radiotherapy. And it started with a conversation at the dinner table. And so um, dad was mentioning these issues and I personally couldn't understand why this was an issue. I couldn't... When women are undergoing radiotherapy, breast cancer treatment, um, there are some side effects of treatment. And so this can include skin burning and the chance of another cancer forming. Um, And so I really couldn't understand why this was happening and I wanted to do something to be able to help these women. So what do our panel of experts at Lansvale Public School think about McKinley Butson and her invention? Uh, I thought it was absolutely phenomenal, fantastic, spectacular. Like the fact that it saves lives makes me feel really mind blown that she made this and she was only 16. It's very inspiring to know that she can do anything that she really dreams of and that dream was to help people. I like how when she was having dinner with her dad and she was thinking about how she could help breast cancer I like how she experimented with medieval times. I like how she thought of it herself. When she was little and she was in year two, uh, she said that she could be a scientist and now she is a scientist. So she has achieved her dream to be a scientist. I think it's really useful because it reduces the chance of radiation in the other breasts which can save lives. Uh, I think it's amazing because she has already uh, made a scientific breakthrough at the age of 16. Her invention was interesting as she converted technology from the past to the future as we normally think that our future technology is better than the past as humans develop every day. So it's amazing how olden technology can actually improve our future of living longer. Who here likes science? 
This is radio, so I can't see your hands up. <laughs> Me, I love science. <laughs> I'm, more, I'm more of a maths person myself. I think I cover all subjects. I like all of them, including science. When it comes to science, you can really do anything. There's no right or wrong answer. I like how science, in science, you can use your imagination and create stuff like being an engineer. Because it has this futuristic aspect and I think it can help lives like finding cures and... Um... I like how in science everything makes sense, like... If there's always an explanation for something, it's not really, like, confusing. Science expands our human mind and makes us think outside the box. Most experiments have come from creativity and curiosity. You want to find out what happens if something has something done to it. Have you done science experiments at home, just for the fun of it? Yeah. Like what? One time I tried to heat up plastic and it got very hot. In the microwave? Well, yeah, I had my parents watching though, so it was okay. <laughs> One time at home, I would have corn flour and I'd mix it with water and then it became this weird goo that was solid and liquid at the same time. Slime? Um, it's not exactly slime, but it's like oobleck. What's oobleck? Oobleck is like a substance when um, it becomes solid when you hit it hard, but then if you let your fingers just like glide along the oobleck, it just sinks in. It's just really, really weird, but fascinating, yeah, as she said. I do science every day because I'm obsessed with slime and I like to see it transform. So do you make your own slime? Uh-huh. Uh, I mix glue, which has polyvinyl, and and borax, which is a laundry detergent, and you um, dissolve it in water and you just add it gradually into the slime until it starts to solidify. And once I put a chip packet into the microwave and it turned, it like shrunk into this really, really small paper and I thought that was so interesting. I just tested it out for the fun of it. I mean, a scientist is like a detective and a doctor together um, because scientists... Um, are curious and are there to solve things. You could do things to help the world like getting making a plastic that will disintegrate very quickly. Why? Because they're polluting the ocean. Do you see that as a big problem? Is that something that science could solve? Yes, it's a big problem because all the marine animals will die from it. Uh, I think uh, a, a really big problem in the world is global warming. I think science can help with that, like um, using uh, like efficient um, energy. Don't use fossil fuels, um, that is really bad. Why haven't people found out the answer about what comes first, the chicken or the egg? Why? <laughs> Why? McKinley says being a scientist is a bit like being an explorer, venturing out into the unknown and having to think creatively. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I think science is asking the big questions and rather than just accepting an answer, going out and finding what you can for yourself. But McKinley says it's hard for young people in science to be taken seriously. Um, I find that people tend not to um, accept ideas. I think we're all these young starry-eyed idealists and one thing that I would really like to be able to do is um, actually incorporate 
young people's ideas with the expertise of our older generations, this is something which we could really connect people who are already in the industry with these young people who have the ideas to turn dreams into reality. Before we go, we're going to leave you with a super easy science experiment to do at home. With the help of your grown-ups, of course. I mean, I mean, you can let your grown-ups take part. I'm Clarice and I'm eight. To make slime, you'll need shampoo of any type. Put half a cup of shampoo and a quarter of a cup of cornstarch in a bowl. Mix well. Add three drops of food colouring, optional. Add one teaspoon of water and stir. Slowly add five more tablespoons of water, stirring well after each one. Knead the slime for around five minutes. And you're done. Thanks, Clarice. That's all for this episode of This Kid Life, a podcast for kids produced by the Sydney Opera House. If you want more information about shows and activities for kids at the Sydney Opera House, go to our website. The executive producer is Bridget Van Leuven. Dom Evans is our brilliant audio engineer. Sam Arms is the production assistant. And our theme song was composed by Peter Dacent. A special thank you to McKinley Butson and all the kids at the 2017 Illawarra Coal Science Fair. Plus a big shout out to our panel of experts at Lansvale Public School. And thanks to Clarice for the slime recipe. I'm Jennifer Macy. Thanks for having me. And see you next time at... This Kid!